0: All right, salute to Dr. Dre. We ain't come to play, and the Mavs ain't either. And we're going to talk about the Mavs right now. Should the Mavericks tank to try to keep their first-round pick? And Dino, the mic is yours. If I remember correctly, they gave up.
1: It was next year's first-round pick for Kyrie? I believe so. Okay, if it was next year's first-round pick for Kyrie, then yes. But if it was this year's first round pick for Kyrie, then no. Because then they don't got one. The Dallas Mavericks, either way, they shouldn't be trying to tank. And here's the reason why. You want to roll the dice if you're what? You would have like the 12th, 11th best odds of getting the number one pick and getting Wembenyama. You want to roll the dice and not make the play-in where you could win your matchups depending on who you play against to risk a 2% chance to get Wembenyama? To me, the answer is no. Mavericks should not tank. They should try to win these games with Luka and Kyrie because lucas he's complaining in the front office. You know, he's going, hey, I need some star power here. I need some help because I can't keep doing this all by myself. And they went out and they got Kyrie, which I didn't agree with for my own reasons, Boston and everything. But I didn't think that was necessarily the best fit for Luka. I personally think, and obviously, I don't think this is going to happen and if it does, it won't be for a very long time. The best fit for Luka is a guy like Jokic, a good center who can tear it up down low and help run the offense with Luka, who can get him the ball on the three-point line. I don't believe it is someone like Kyrie Irving. And I think that's going to hurt them because they gave up, you know, Dorian Finney-Smith. They gave up Dinwiddie, who still had two, three years left on his deal, and a first for Kyrie, which is essentially, if they keep going on the track they're going, these last few games, going to be a one-season rental and then he's going to walk, and you're going to lose a pick for it, and you're not even going to make the playoffs. So the Mavericks have to do everything in their power to make the playoffs because right now they're going down a dangerous path. They were in the Western Conference Finals last year, and where are they now? They're in 11th place in the West, not even in the play-in tournament. Like, come on now. Mavs got to do everything in their power to get in this play-in tournament, and at least they got to get in the eighth seed somehow because if they don't even make the playoffs, that's going to not only entice Kyrie to leave, but it's also going to entice Luca in today's culture to request a trade in a few years' time or maybe even next year. Who knows? But if they keep going down this path and they can't build enough talent around Luca and they can't entice more free agents to come out here and play, that's that probably gonna be in big
2: trouble. Um Zay, if you want to get in here by all means. Um the Mavericks should not tank to try to keep that first round pick. Reasons being, you don't want to already push Luca Doncic more out the door than he already is. He's already at the point, the breaking point, essentially. Um, he's already quoted that this thing's outside of the basketball court that he's dealing with, that, um, is becoming and, is, and that is impacting his production on the floor. So if you're going to be tanking, losing games even further. Luka could probably just start asking, "Why am I even in the NBA if I'm if I'm going to be feeling like this and also losing basketball games? It doesn't really make sense." You want to keep as much as possible. Um, also, the Knicks currently have the Dallas Mavericks draft pick. If they go between 11th and 30th in the draft boards, if the that doesn't convert this year, it goes into next year. Um, top ten protected again. So either way. Even if the Mavericks decide to tank to get that top 10 draft pick, they're not going to have next year's pick. Also, you want to try to keep Kyrie as long as you possibly can and hopefully keep him there in Dallas if you can. It's going to be difficult for the Mavericks to they acquire talent. They, they've they been trying. They had Porzingis, who worked well with Donchus for a little bit, but he was injury, in, injury-riddled. injury And now they got Kyrie Irving, a better a better guard. You know, they had Dinwiddie brought over there as well. And then they got um, Kyrie it's just that very similar to the Dame very similar to the Westbrook you're not putting the right players around Doncic it's plain and simple Doncic is a is a very skilled player he demands the ball to dominate and to deconstruct teams as he does you need defenders around him you need guys who go rebound the basketball you need guys that be able to hit open threes you got guys Reggie Bullock he can't crack, he can't handle it he's not able to hit open threes on on consistency, consistently, um, you got Cleber over there, Bertans. Those dudes don't rebound. They don't defend. There's a lot of different issues that Dallas has in it regards depth. They don't have gritty players all around that basketball court, which they need. They need dudes like Nerlens Noel. They need dudes like um Draymond. They need those type of players, the gritty players, on that basketball team, so Luca can do when he when he can do, because he's not a two way player. Luke is a guy who primarily scores the basketball, and that's his bread and butter. Defense, don't even ask him for it. He doesn't do it. And is that a problem on him? It absolutely is. He needs to do more to play defense. But also, the team around him doesn't do much to play defense either. You can't even, I can't even tell you the best defender on the Mavericks. I don't think there is a defender on the Mavericks, to be completely honest. They don't have a defender, a dude that's known for defense. They don't have one of those guys on that team. And that's the big problem. They don't have a, a vocal leader on that team. Kyrie's a leader. He's not a team leader, though. He speaks for himself. He's not a guy to speak for the team. You know, there's, there's a lot of different issues on this Mavericks team. You know, and I'm not blaming Kyrie for it because it's not Kyrie's fault. This this issue was existing before Kyrie got there. Before Cousins mm-hmm. got there, to be honest. It's, it is an issue. And the, the loudest voice on that team is the owner, Mark Cuban. He's the most, most vocal guy on that team. That's the problem. You don't want that, the owner being the most vocal guy of the team. That is an issue. So the Mavericks need to do better with their scouting, better with their bringing guys over and and see how it works with Luca because Luca could be on his way out sooner than later. It don't matter how much money thrown in his face. He could be possibly gone sooner than later because the Mavericks, the same owner who called the Knicks an inept franchise, are the exact inept franchise. That is the issue.
0: I mean, look, what I don't want, and I'm tired, you know, I'm about to go on a tirade here because I'm I'm tired. I'm tired of the bull crap. I'm tired of the media and people victimizing superstars who have limitations, who is as big of a fault as the organization is. You know, there was a play. I forgot what quarter it was. I forgot the players involved. But I remember seeing it and it stood out where Luca was complaining to the referee like he always does on every single offensive play where he don't get a foul call and he didn't get back to defend the fast break. OK, that's an issue right there. So I'm not trying to make him the victim here. Oh, look, this You need to request a trade build around Luca. Why are you doing this to Luca? Stop the bullcrap, please. Stop it. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm going to lose my dad going to head on the shelf. OK, you want to see steam coming from my ears in a second because I'm sick and tired of it. All right. Play defense. You cannot be a top three player in the NBA and play no defense. At least where the effort at? I can understand not is made to defend. Not everybody's built to defend in this league. But where's the effort? Stop complaining when you don't get a call on every single play and get back in transition and stop somebody. Defend the fast break. Do something, please. Steph Curry. Remember that game? It was a game clinching shot. Steph Curry, he didn't even he didn't even have no effort there. What's going on? So, look, I do got a question before I proceed to answer the question. Because when I was reading up on it, I heard that if they have a top 10 pick, they can keep that pick. That's what I heard. Is that true? Then they need to tank. Okay, simple as that. With all due respect. You see, I'm going to use a boxing analogy here. Help me out why because I have Dino on the show and I have Z on the show. Okay, they know basketball, they know boxing. So I could use the two things together, and they will know what I'm talking about. The rest of y'all catch, y'all might not know what I'm talking about. All cool. Okay. When you see a fighter making the same mistakes, getting beat up, you throw in the towel. Why? So you can preserve their career and preserve their bodies to fight again. Okay, that's why you throw in the towel, the Mavericks or not showing that they learned anything so far from their mistakes previously. You know what this reminds me of specifically? The Sean Porter fight where his father stopped the fight, not because he was badly hurt. No, no, no. Don't get it twisted. Sean Porter was not hurt. He wasn't learning. He wasn't following the game plan. He was making the same mistakes he made in previous fights that cost him like the Elvis Spence fight. And he threw in the towel. When you look at the Mavericks to bring it back to the NBA, I didn't fully leave the NBA. You look at the game against the 76ers. They were shooting well to start off the game, right? First quarter, lights out. Woo! And in the fourth quarter, they only put up 17 points in the fourth quarter. Worst rebounded team in the NBA. Okay, worst rebounded team in the NBA. They can't defend. No defenders on this team, all right? Also, you can say that because they the most in the league, Everybody just standing there looking pretty on a three point line, and guys are out of rhythm. So, when you talk about Reggie Bullock and you throw shots at him, say, Yeah, he's cold, he's standing there, what you expect, you know what I'm saying? So, um, the Mavericks have a lot of issues that are not going to be fixed whether they make the playoffs or not. And if they make the playoffs realistically, how far do we think they're going to go? No team, correct me if I'm wrong, I will shut up and you can correct me. No team, from my understanding. Played in the playing game, which is sure looking like if they do anything, it would be that made the finals and won it from the playing game. I don't believe so. So you're not really playing for nothing. I understand the Kyrie thing. Kyrie has his mind made up already, whether that's to leave or to stay. OK, and winning the playoff game or playing game is not going to change that. So you might as well tank to get a, a top 10 player to build around Luka. Because at the end of the day, when these fans that love to play victim, they're going to come and say, you didn't do it. You didn't do enough. So how about you look out for you if you're the team? If they're going to come and say, you ain't do nothing. He left anyway. He should leave. You need to do what's best for you and Luca, even if Luca don't respect that and leave anyway, and tank. Lil Shadamas on the mic.
2: Real quick, you know, and the reason why I'm opposed also to tanking is because, Let's say the pick becomes number nine, number 10. Who is changing the, out, the outcome of this team? They just got Jaden Hardy. Jalen Hardy, a, a guy who was a great rookie, a good college player, came in as a rookie. He played most of his, his time in G League. He didn't, he didn't explode into the NBA until recently. They just started playing him recently in the NBA. Um, there's not a lot of talent coming out the draft this year that's going to be able to change teams instantly. And I keep going back to this because it's important to know that a lot of these guys coming out of the college are guards. And a lot of guard positions in the NBA are already filled up. There's guys, like I said, Sharif Cooper, if he would have got drafted 12 years ago, he would probably be an NBA point guard right now. But since he got drafted in an era where this, every team has a guard already, you're not. You, there's no room for you here. You have to be elite, of the elite to really get minutes on the team. Emmanuel quickly, right? Right. He's on Nick. You can make the argument if he got drafted in 2012, 2013, he would be a starting NBA point guard right now. But he came into an era where every team has a point guard. So he comes off the bench. I say all I have to say Dallas Mavericks drafting a guy, not going to change the Mavericks. It's not going to change mean, no the shit. culture. I mean, look
0: at what they are right now. A- so they, they, point of tanking? Tanking they all boxed nothing. in because they're not going to win anything.
2: So, but, to yeah, but tank, hey, so I take my chances
0: in the draft. They're not gonna um, win anything.
1: But unless they get Nyama, I don't really know who's gonna come in there and help them out right now because they need Luca and Kyrie. They need help right now. So I don't know
0: who in the draft they're gonna get that's gonna propel them. But, if I'm the Dallas Mavericks, what right, I'm doing right is, now, they are stuck right now. Even if they get into the playing game, it's not gonna help them right now. I agree. I agree, but, but my thing is I would them rather in.
1: them go to the playing game because at least if they go into the playing tournament and maybe they make the first round of the playoffs, even if they do that and they lose, it is still more enticing than them just collapsing and not making the playoffs at all because they were the 5 seed at one point this year, and now they're collapsed to the eleventh. So that that already in itself isn't a good look. And the best way to do that is honestly over the summer they need to blow it all up. Keep Luka, keep Kyrie sure blow it all up. Everyone on that team is tradable. Trade them get players, get free agents, make trades. They need to get a whole remodeled team to build around them because that's honestly the thing that they have to do.
0: They need to trade everybody on that team. Everyone's tradable. To be honest, it's going to be hard anyway, right? And and we know that. We know it's going to be hard anyway Mm -hmm. to build around Luka and Kyrie Irving because both of them are below average defenders. So that's where you're starting off. So now you know the type of guys that you need. You need defensive reinforcements to surround them. You need a big to be able to get rebounds and all that. But, you know, these guys, they draft for a living. They scout for a living. That's not my intel. They need to be the one to watch the film and see what guys can help contribute to this team. It may not be a starter. You know, next year, it could be somebody they develop. But that's why you develop guys. Not every guy. You're right. Not every guy is going to be automatically you draft him. He's going to play today. There's certain guys that you want to have to take their time to develop those guys. But at the end of the day, you're not going nowhere. You're just not realistically. And when all fails, when all fails, Luca is gone, right? According to Zay, he's out of there. You're still going to get blamed regardless. So you need to do what's best for you and Luca at the same time. And just, hey, if Luca leaves, fine. I did what's best for me. I got my young guy with a top 10 pick, whom I can groom and develop. In case I do, A, go into a full rebuild stage, or B, try to surround Luca with something because they're boxing. They traded picks. They tried to build around Luca so many times. Kristaps, Porzingis, they trade assets. They don't have a lot of assets to work with. The one asset that they really have is a, a, a top 10 pick which they have to tank in order to get. They don't have a lot of wiggle room. I get
1: that. And it also is part of the Mavericks' own doing because look at poor Zingus now. He's having one of the statistically, he's having one of the best seasons of his career in Washington. And, and that's why like you trade him. I feel like point. when they trade oh. him away, I didn't really like that move because I was like, you forgot the Yeah, yeah. I, I get the guy's been out. He's been hurt. But he's really in Washington. He's had one of the best statistical seasons of his career, more than when he was an all star. So you it's like
0: the Mavs kind of do that to themselves, so, too. Not, nah, and, and this, this is my, my, my point. One of my final points. And Zay, I'll pass it to you. I know you want to speak. My fault. Go ahead, go ahead. This is the point that I'm I'm trying to make. A lot of these players, when you talk about Dame, same thing. Luca, same thing. They just want to score the basketball. They offer no more to the game than just scoring the basketball. That's the problem. That's why you have to pit certain guys to play with them. You can't put clones, right? Luca likes to dominate the ball. Yes, Kyrie will play more off ball than in years past, but he also is ball dominant in his own right. He loves to cook up with the ball in his hands. Okay, so when you it's hard to you know trade and, and get guys to play alongside these superstars because they don't evolve their games, they don't make anybody better, they just cook with the ball in their hands. Steph, yeah, everybody try to compa- compare Dame and Steph together like they're the same player. No, Steph, he makes everybody better around him. He can affect the game in other ways. That's the problem. So instead of us victimizing these cats. Oh, Damn, you need to leave. Request a trade. Luca, you need to leave. Request a trade. How about you evolve your game? Russell Westbrook, the media is treating you horrible. No, how well, about you did. shoot a daggone three-pointer? I mean, he did it in the last game, don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? Congratulations. We need to give a round of applause for that. How about you Bro. do that more consistently, my brother? That's what I'm saying. We victimize these athletes so much, and I'm exposing it on this daggone show.
2: Real quick, um, the best part of the Mavericks' failure is not that they traded Porzingis and got whatever they got back; is that they got nothing for Jalen Brunson, who's taking the Knicks yeah, to the that, playoffs. That, that, that's, that's, they t- they, they did they grand. did nothing to try to keep Jalen Brunson, who arguably was the best player in that playoff team last season, who single handedly took apart the Utah Jazz. Average of 29 and 10 as a starter without Luke on the court. I um, agree. Another thing, and I know Lil is is a big opponent of not victimizing the superstars, which is true. They shouldn't. But um, when you have the power to tell teams to bring these guys over, because for whatever reason, and I don't know what's happening. I don't know why the organizations do this. When superstar players tell them to bring guys over, they don't. Rather, it's on their fault, Darren. Whoever's fault, whoever is at fault, they don't bring these guys over. It's not until the superstar finally threatens a trade is when an organization starts to do right. They don't do nothing until the moment a player threatens to get traded. When they start trying to acquire guys. They start bringing coaches around. Uh, pieces around. All the yada. all Why does it have to get to this point? You know superstars go to their, to their um, GMs all the time. Yeah, bring this guy over. We need this. We need that. We need this. But why is it until he threatens, I want to leave the organization, I don't want to be in no more, is when everything, they they supposed to change. Everything changes. Now the organization helping them out. Now the organization doing this. They're doing that. Because if you're not, if you want to go back, let's go back to the Dame topic one moment. When Dame and CJ were playing together, somebody threatened. There was a rumor around that Dame wanted out. Somebody threatened something, and that's when Portland, Started putting pieces together to go after Norman Powell, to go after this guy, that guy, these different pieces. Go to different players. Kevin Durant, when he wanted to leave, um, Golden State or he wanted to leave Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Oh, we gotta bring in uh, Royce O'Neill from the from Utah Jazz. We're gonna we gonna bring in this guy, that guy, Lamarcus Aldridge come back. All these different components happen when guys threaten to leave. I just do not understand why it has to get to that point. When a guy's unhappy, you have to finally put him pieces around. And I know Lamarcus Aldridge was not the right one. That was And right. Kevin
0: Durant wasn't the right one either. That was a horrible comparison because no, he did a great everything he asked for. That was a great everything comparison. He wanted, everything um, he wanted, DeAndre Jordan, everybody, that's a horrible comparison right there. Everything else, maybe I, I, I'll take your point on that. But Kevin Durant, nah. they did everything he wanted from the get-go. They didn't want to sign Kyrie Irving. They signed him along with him. Did everything. So, you know, this is my last point as we close to our final topic. It's never going to be perfect, right? Teams are going to hit on draft picks. Teams are not going to hit on draft picks. As we talked about with the Trailblazers, that's 2017 draft. They missed out on Donovan Mitchell. My Knicks missed out on Donovan Mitchell. It happens, right? And you have to move on. You have to try your best to make your superstar happy. That's what it comes down to, right? Superstars, they do get that superstar treatment. We know that exists in the NBA, especially, and in any other sports league, a superstar treatment exists. But what I'm saying is that when we victimize these cats for not evolving their game, and we talk about, oh, they just need to leave, they need to request trades, we need to stop that. They just need to evolve their game. Kevin Durant, yes, she was a free agent, so maybe that's a horrible example, but why not want it back with Russell Westbrook in his prime to beat the team that you had a three games to one lead and you didn't show up? Why not you go back and try to clap them the next year? You know, James Harden. You know, why are we requested two trades, right? Why is this? Why are we supporting all this? Why are we supporting cowardness? Honestly, because that's cowardness. When you play games at the regular park in Brooklyn and Queens, you don't leave until you win. And when you win, you don't leave until you lose. So why are we treating the NBA differently? Because it's royalty? Nah y'all need to bring some of that hood back into the nba with all due respect because you know damn well we don't operate like that at the local park in brooklyn queens in the bronx come on don't get me started i'll drop this mic right now matter of fact mic drop ladies and gentlemen like and subscribe to the channel get them notifications okay be patient give us 15 to 20 minutes of your time and if you like what you see stick around like and subscribe to the channel get them notifications.